But you don't know me. Shut up and sit down. Welcome back to You Don't Know Me, a podcast about people you don't know. Today, we have a return guest that you should be familiar with. He was on our second episode with a pretty hilarious rendition of musical theater injuries. (laughs) Um, Please welcome back to the show, Andy. Hey, everybody. How's it going? (laughs) So in true form, we do have a pretty hilarious story right off the bat. The last episode that Andy was in... He talked about um, breaking his clavicle, I believe, right? Yeah, it was the uh, ACL, like the tendons that uh, connect the clavicle to the rest of the arm. <laughs> and in true form, he now has another broken bone. <laughs> yes, I've actually upped my game this time. I've I've snapped an entire bone in half. So I've really, I, I've, I really thought, you know, I, I ought to take it to the next level. <laughs> Just got to really commit. Yeah, so, you know, uh, go harder, go home, as they say. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Go harder, go home broke. Yeah. Oh, God. So So painful. So tell me, first and foremost, I have no idea how this happened. Please elaborate. Okay. All right. So uh, about, I guess, let's see, uh, about a week and a, no, uh, two weeks ago at this point. So uh, two weeks ago, uh, so I was making a... plans with my uh, friend Gertrude <laughs> can't use real names um, and we were trying to decide you know where we wanted to go and what we wanted to do uh, and she lives pretty far south of Atlanta and I live pretty far north of Atlanta so we decided that the best thing to do would be to meet up at a park in Atlanta uh, and that way I could walk this dog that I had just gotten. Uh, whose name is uh, Luna? I can hey. I can use the I can use the dog's name, right? First of all, you got a dog. Uh, yeah, I got a dog. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's great. Uh, she's pretty awesome. Uh, she's pretty good. I only have to yell at her a couple of times a day, which is awesome. <laughs> what kind of dog is it? She's a lab hound mix, and uh, she's about ten months old at this point. Wow, so it's a puppy. Yeah, she's a puppy. She's almost full grown. Yeah, and she plays well with the cat. Oh, God, no. The cat fucking hates her. <laughs> the cat barely tolerates the dog. They'll, like, sit sort of close to each other, but they, if the dog gets even a little too close to the cat, it's immediately ears back, eyes giant like dinner plates, <laughs> just screaming and hissing and swiping at her. It's uh, it's pretty funny. Oh. Uh, they're not, I guess they're not used to each other yet, or maybe they never will be. I don't really care. Cat's being kind of an asshole at this point. Yeah. So she dislikes the dog. Oh gosh, yeah, she hates it. Well, I th- you know, I think she hates the dog because. Uh, so my roommate had fostered a dog uh, a few months ago, uh, and that dog literally act- uh, tried to eat the cat uh, at one point. I'm not even kidding. It took Misha into its mouth. And shook her around like a rag doll. And I was terrified that the cat was just going to die. And I had to peel this dog off of my cat so that it wouldn't kill her. Because it it was actually trying to eat her. It was actually trying to eat her. And it was chasing her under the bed and snapping at her. Been really hungry. uh, And she must have looked pretty delicious. (laughs) I don't see how because she smells like a trash can. But... Uh, there you go. So, uh, so now I think the cat has a a horribly, uh, unhealthy fear of dogs. That's possible. Yeah. Yeah. So to get back to your story, um, Mm -hmm. so you were taking the puppy down to Atlanta, right? Yes. So I was taking the puppy down to meet Gertrude and, uh, we it was a park right outside of Emory University. Uh, I can't remember. I think it was called Lowell Water Park. And in Lowell Water Park, it's very beautiful there. Um, there's a you know kind of a big lake, and you can walk around the lake. And then there's a dam with a little waterfall that falls into a small creek slash river sort of deal. And so 
I get down there, and of course it's Atlanta, so it takes me about an hour and a half, and it then it took me forever to actually find the park because uh, the, the entrance, the actual entrance to the park, is closed off. You have to park just somewhere else and then just walk into the park, or at least that's how I figured you should get into it. And uh, is this Piedmont Park? No, it was a uh, Lowell Water Park. Oh, I don't know that one. Yeah, right? It, it, I don't know. Uh, uh, Gertrude just tried to find the most middle point possible for us to meet up, and that was what she c- came across. So uh, me and Gertrude, uh, we meet up, and of course the dog's being really sweet, and we're, we're just walking and you know just chatting. We're, we're basically just hanging out because we haven't hung out in a while, and we're just essentially going for a nice long walk so that we could relax and chat with our buddies, which is me and her. And, uh, it was very hot outside. So I decided that it would be a good idea to stop for a second and let my dog get a drink of water because I mean, she kind of looked like she needed it. Uh, so I mentioned before that there is a dam and there's a waterfall. So there's this waterfall that kind of comes over the edge of the dam and that's where we had stopped. So it, it spills out into this small pool of water that turns into a creek. Mm. And there was an embankment that leads down to the water. So I'm thinking that would be perfect to go and let her get a drink of water because it's you know not a sheer cliff face or anything. She can easily reach it and then I can just walk right back up and it'd be cool. It'd be totally fine. Nothing bad could possibly happen. <laughs> From me doing this very simple thing that probably hundreds of people have done before with their own dogs. So I'm walking Luna down this embankment and about, I get about, I want to say 15 feet away from the actual water. And before I can, before I even know it, uh, I've, my, my entire worldview just upends itself and I've <laughs> slipped hard and, and I slip so hard that I slide right into the water. And I mean, like it literally felt like I was in a water slide. The, the embankment was, must've been so muddy that I just slipped right into it and it's, and fell into this water. And I was trying my damnedest to get out of this water. I was in total survival mode. I didn't know what happened to the dog or anything. I tried, to get out of the, I tried to get out of the water using my left arm. And that's when I realized that I couldn't use my left arm. And I looked down at it and it's just dangling off of me like a wet noodle. Oh, gross. And uh, I, I look over at, Gertrude and she hasn't realized what's happened yet and I kind of haven't either so I try to so so she's looking at me and she kind of is laughing and is screaming my name Andrew hey man are you all right you know kind of half joking because I mean I fell in water I got all wet haha it's hilarious um so I, I I try getting up the embankment and I slip again and I smash my arm again into the water and I slip my head slips under the water <laughs> I'm starting to drown in this shallow pool what? of water because I can't get out and I, I, I'm like struggling with all of my working limbs to get out of this pool of water and I'm, I'm gasping and coughing and going <laughs> and just I finally get to a point where I can just uh, I'm I'm in a waist deep water and I'm just sort of half kneeling on the embankment because that's the only footing I can get. Uh, so I'm just sitting there in the water and my arm is just, you know, my left arm is just half in the water and I look at Gertrude and all I say is, Hey, I need you to get an ambulance. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Wait, but like how deep was the water? It surprisingly deep. I, uh, I could feel it, and it drops a, a lot. Uh, surprisingly, drops a lot. Uh, it was at least five feet deep w- w- to the point where I had fallen through to. Like my shirt was completely soaked and everything. Oh, so there was like a legitimate risk of you like drowning, drowning. there. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh my I, god, I, that's terrifying. It, it was a little terrifying. Yeah. 
Um, but I'm then, like listening to this and thinking it's like you know like a, a foot deep. Rolled over if that was the case. I couldn't even climb up the embankment. It was it it was too muddy. It was too, oh, it was slippery. too slippery. Got it. Yeah, I, I couldn't get a foothold. And my hand, every time I tried to grab, it would just take chunks of of muddy soil with it, and it would just pull it into the water. There's no way I was getting out of there without help. So I just had to sit there in this pool of water with my arm. It's broken. It's the most horrible pain in the world. And this cop car, I look up, and this cop car is driving by. And he's driving by really slowly. And so I look up and I start screaming with all of my might, hey, hey, help, help. You know, I'm trying to get the cop's attention. And it's it's like one of those scenarios where you're on a deserted island and you see a plane like flying by and you're screaming and waving your arm for help. And the plane is can't see you or doesn't notice you. It's the exact same thing happened, only this car <laughs> was 50 feet away, not 300. And um, also, it was a car, not a fucking plane. And this guy just keeps on going. We're both screaming. Me and Gertrude are both screaming at this car, this, this fucking actual cop car. Please, please help us. I am literally going to die. I need help. It just drives right on by. And so Gertrude runs off in the direction of the cop car she disappears into the woods with my dog and i'm just sitting here at this point and i'm just looking at this waterfall from this dam and it's there's nothing around it's just complete quiet and nothing but the sound of rushing water in nature and i thought and you're like oh fuck i have to pee (laughs) no i i literally thought well at least I get to stare at this nice waterfall while I uh, go into shock and possibly slip into the drink and die. Uh, so I, I don't know how much time passed. So I was just sitting there in the water and I, I was freezing. I remember the water was very cold and I couldn't move my arm. If I tried to move it, it made this crunching noise in the oh, yard. Oh, gross. And- and it, you know, would shoot this hard, dull pain throughout my whole body if I tried to move it. And finally, what felt like hours passed, and um, the cop came back with Gertrude and my dog, and he climbed down the embankment and and pulled me out of the water. And I'm just sitting there. Uh, I'm completely covered in you know, I'm completely soaked and covered in mud. There's I, my pants are just caked in mud at this point. And I'm just sitting there. I don't even have the strength to try and look cool about any of this, which is embarrassing <laughs> considering who I was with. Yeah. So uh, I'm just sitting there and I'm like, I'm just, I'm just fucking done. I was so fucking done with everything. And the ambulance comes by a few minutes later and they, you know, put my arm in a splint. And then they, and then the EMTs and the cops start arguing. I'm sitting here with a broken broken arm, completely through broken arm. And, you know, poor Gertrude is probably having a panic attack having seen me come out of the out of out of the water like swamp thing with a bad hangover and it's just, <laughs> you know, and these guys start arguing about which hospital they would like to take me to. Which one? Oh, well, we can take him to Grady or we can take him to AMC. Well, let's see. What are the options for Grady? Well, Grady's got this. Da, 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 da. They've got an ER, but I don't know if they've got a trauma center or not. Do you know if they have a trauma center? Well, I know that AMC has a trauma center. Oh, yeah, but that's a little bit farther away. And it went on like that for a good 15 minutes when these people arguing about where they should take me <laughs> like, I and don't. they started and they asked me where do you want to go and i told them i don't give a shit where you take me just take me somewhere <laughs> take me to amc i don't give a shit i'll go see a movie i don't care just take me somewhere where they can put some pain meds in my body <clears throat> so finally 
finally they they decide that it would be best to take me to AMC because it has they know that it has a trauma center. I'm like, I, I don't even know why this is a discussion. If it's the one with a trauma center, then clearly that's the one you should probably be taking me to. Yeah. But whatever. So um, they put me in the ambulance and they remarked to me how high my pain tolerance must be because most people go into shock at this point and yada, yada, yada. So, and I was like, well, thanks. That really makes me feel a whole lot better about <laughs> preserve some of my dignity in this situation. That I've, yeah, thanks. That I've, that I've managed to, you know, not shit my pants. That's wonderful. It's good to know uh, <laughs> that I didn't do that this time. This time. <laughs> <laughs> so they take me to the AMC. At least we now know what you're good at. Apparently it's just breaking bones and like, yeah, I am shitting your pants. Fruit at it at this point. Uh, oh, by the way, I thought it was a dislocated elbow at first because I couldn't quite tell where the pain was coming from in my arm. So I tried to, I tried to put my elbow back into place, and that was a a bad idea. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> I think I made it worse by doing that. Um, oh, really? Oh, god. So they take me to the hospital and they load me up on painkillers. My mom and my stepdad come by and. Uh, Gertrude was great. She took care of the dog and uh, made sure I got to the hospital okay, and you know stayed with me and until my parents got there, and you know made sure that uh, Luna was taken care of. So, uh, great, awesome friend, great girl, love her to death. She's <laughs> awesome. Um, <laughs> shout out to Gertrude. Shout out to Gertrude, number for one. Not fan. being a shitty friend. Yeah, for not being a shitty friend and just making fun of me the whole time. Um, which is what most of your other friends would have probably yeah. done. <laughs> yeah, I am sure that the great and powerful Poobah would have just made fun of me the entire time. So they took an x-ray of me, and uh, what I had was a full spiral fracture of the humerus. And it essentially is an angled break, uh, a full angled break on my upper arm. Uh, right in the middle between the elbow and, and the shoulder ball. Mm. So they so they put me in like this splint thing and it looks like a pauldron. Uh, it's it's got this What's a pauldron? A pauldron is, you know, like shoulder armor that oh, medieval. Oh, 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 wear. Got it. And and like it, it kind of curved up and it was like this this hard piece of uh, cast that I could rest my head on. <laughs> that's kind of nice <laughs> Taking which is anywhere. yeah it's, it's nice yeah it's nice except for the part where you can't put on anything wearing it you can't wear normal clothes uh, my mom had to cut my shirt off of me because we couldn't actually get the shirt off uh, because the way this thing was it was just this giant fucking thing sitting on my shoulder um, and I had to wear this giant fat guy hoodie that my roommate found uh at a goodwill and it was it was a triple extra large hoodie and it just barely fit over this giant ass thing that i had to wear and uh i was miserable miserable because i had to wear it for a week if we're talking in georgia heat it's like 90 degrees outside Like, a full week and a half I had to wear this thing. You should have just cut off um, the sleeves and just been like, I'm a badass. <laughs> yeah, dude. It- <laughs> We're like a zip-up hoodie vest. <laughs> oh, my God. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's it. That's how I broke my arm. Okay, so, ex- like, just out of curiosity, was it just, like, the impact? What What would cause that? Well, that's a good question. I don't honestly know exactly how it happened. Uh, the EMT's best guess was that uh, when I slipped, I hyperextended my left arm and attempt to catch myself, and just it was just the perfect angle that it snapped my arm uh, when all my weight fell onto it, mm. uh, which made me think I really should have been drinking more Ovaltine, but. <laughs> He'll shoot your eye out, kid. No, I'm just gonna break every bone in my fucking body if that's okay with you. <laughs> I think I'll, I think I'll take that route instead. Uh, so, uh, you know, when when you break your arm or when you go to the hospital for any reason, uh, you're you're kind of in this state where all these people are just trying to take care of you, and you're really not doing anything. 
and you're you're horizontal you know i was essentially horizontal uh, uh on my back for an entire day uh you know i was in the hospital and then uh i was in a car and then i was immediately back in a bed at my mom's house uh to sleep and you know when you're in the hospital and everybody's taking care of you and they pump you full of these painkillers you're completely delirious and i swear even though my arm was hurting so bad it was probably the most relaxing thing that has i've i've had happen to me in a while <laughs> that it took you snapping your arm in half yeah well, think to- about it people are waiting on your hand and foot they're giving you some f- amazing painkillers that make you feel great you know people are just like do you want a sprite here's a sprite and your mom and your stepdad are like, we're going to take care of everything for you. We're going to feed you and put you in a nice warm bed and buy you breakfast the next morning. We're going to do everything for you. It's like, this is fucking amazing. I need to break my arm more often. Um, I really don't want to, though. It's terrible. <laughs> I don't know that it's actually worth that. Maybe you <laughs> could just next time just take a vacation. Yeah, maybe next time I'll just take a, a couple of vacation days and stay away from bodies of water. Um, but yeah, it, it, I don't know, man. It it sucks because uh, it, it doesn't stop after you break your arm. You know, there's you don't really think about the recovery period and how annoying and difficult it's going to be uh, just to do completely normal things. Uh, like I like my doctor told me that. Yeah, you really can't drive. You really shouldn't be driving, period, if you're on painkillers or not. Uh, but I guess you have to go to work, so do that at your own risk, I guess. <laughs> I was like, how long am I going to be in this thing? Oh, you know, 12 weeks. Like, fuck you. I have to go to work. I can't take three months off. <laughs> Jeez. So, yeah, I... I'm in I'm in a new cast now. Uh, the one that they put me in at that Atlanta Medical Center place, um, they didn't do it right, so my arm didn't set. So uh, they've got me in a something called a long arm cast, and it looks m- more normal. It doesn't have the pauldron thing, so I can actually wear normal clothes again. That's great. <laughs> Did yeah. you have to wear the fat guy like hoodie to work? Yeah, I had to wear the fat guy hoodie to work, and <laughs> I had to... Uh, I, I basically couldn't bathe normally. Oh, man. You had to wear that and you were bathing? <laughs> yes. It was awful. It's awful. People Baby don't, wipes for the win. <laughs> people don't tell you this, but you can't shower with a cast. You can't do that. Especially and, that one that, like, that's a hard one to cover. Yeah. You. So, you know, if you, say you break your wrist or something, you're wearing a wrist cast, you can wrap that in a trash bag pretty easily and take a shower. It's not a big deal. If you break your humerus, they have to put you in this 90 degree uh, cast that runs from my hand all the way up to almost my shoulder. And I can't move it at all. It's just stuck in this L shape and you can't take a shower. So, and, but you also can't just sit down in a bathtub and take a normal bath because your arm is in a sling. And if you try to take the sling off, then your arm just starts swinging wildly everywhere and you can't risk getting it wet. So you have to sit in the bathtub, kneeling down like someone's about to cut your head off in ritual suicide and, and just, you know, take a, like a sponge and just kind of squeeze it over the right side of your body and try not to get it wet. So I could, I, and, and doing all of that, it took me at least 45 minutes to get in a position in my bathtub where I wouldn't hurt my arm, uh, re-break it or do something else that would be incredibly painful just to bathe myself. So I would avoid bathing myself. Uh, uh, I, I, I took a bath yesterday for the first time in a week. It felt great. <laughs> you have no idea how much you miss taking a bath until you can't take one for a week because you're forced to wear some obese diabetics hoodie. Oh my God. <sighs> Do you feel better now? Yes. No, <laughs> no, I don't feel better. My arm's fucking broken. <laughs> and whose fault is that? <laughs> Mine. I should have 
been paying more attention. <sighs> I guess. So tell me about some other activities that have had to fall by the wayside now that you oh, are yeah. incapacitated. Um, well, uh, let's see. Uh, I had the, the, the cast that they put me in uh, on Wednesday. Uh, they, they had it so that there was like this you know, the cast wrapped around uh, the area between my thumb and forefinger or index finger. You know, you've seen that before, right? Where it wraps from kind of like the back of your wrist around the palm of your hand. Yeah. Okay. Well, I couldn't play video games with that on there. Oh, no. So I cut it off. <laughs> I, <laughs> I can't. I will not be denied the small pleasures in my life. Okay, the only thing I've got going for me right now is being able to play video games, watch The X-Files, and having a cute puppy and kitty sit on my lap and sleep with me. Okay, that's all I've got right now. And I'm not losing one of the only things that I've got. So I, I cut it off. <laughs> oh, that is just too much. <laughs> um, oh, right. Okay, so... You know, I since you only have one hand, you know, anything that you used to do that you didn't realize you used two hands, well, forget it because now you've got to relearn it and you've got to redo all of it. So everything from making a sandwich to opening a door with something in your hand to, to just doing anything, it, it it's all a, a, an elaborate choreographed effort to be like, okay, I got to think this through. How do I do this? All right, so I've got this stuff. If I want to bring it inside, I'm going to have to bring it inside in portions. Uh, okay, all right, so when I get to the door, I'm going to put this thing down. I'm going to open the door. Uh, I'm going to bring this thing in, put it down, come back out, grab the other thing, and then bring it in. Okay, then I can shut the door. I cannot shut the door until all this stuff happens. Uh, 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 okay, so I need to make a sandwich. All right, um... <laughs> Well, I, okay, so I can kind of pin the loaf of bread in between my cast and my stomach uh, to give myself enough leverage to to untwist the twist tie on the top. And that'll take a good minute and a half to kind of figure out how to do that. And and then I'm like, okay, cool, I've got it. So and then I'll take the bread out. I'm like, all right, now I just have to do the same exact thing I just did, but in reverse so that my bread won't go stale. All right, so <laughs> I just do the same thing in reverse. Takes another minute and a half. All right. Cool, so I'm going to get this this peanut butter out. Fuck, it's new. I have to take the, the protective seal off. Okay, um, all right, I can hold it in my left hand. My left hand still works, so I'll just, I'll just kind of lay my left arm on the counter and then grip it with my left, grip the jar with my left hand and then unscrew the top. It's, oh, God, it's so difficult. My arm keeps moving around. It's slippery on here. Okay, I, I'll put a paper towel down. That, that'll give me some leverage. <laughs> Right? That, that's good. Okay, that's not really working. I'll, I'll just try holding it by hanging my arm. Okay, finally. All right, that worked. Okay, okay, I got it. Okay. Now I got to take this seal off. All right, well, I can't really do that. Uh, 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 okay, I'll just get a knife. I'll just poke it with a knife and cut it out. That'll work. Okay, fuck. Fine. All right, you got, got that off. Oh, good. Okay. All right, now now just to spread this this yum yummy creamy peanut butter on my sandwich, and then and then, and then I'll have a, a delicious peanut butter sandwich. Fuck getting the grape jelly out. I'm not dealing with that right now. That's way too much work at this point. <laughs> you just it just end up with a peanut butter sandwich. So okay, ah, well okay the 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 peanut butter's too viscous. It's 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 too. It's too chewy and creamy. Uh, it's not spreading well unless I can somehow stop the bread from moving around with it. Fuck! <laughs> All right, I'll, I know. I'll just I'll, I'll sit up on top of the counter and then I'll just lay my arm kind of awkwardly on the bread. And okay, there we go. Yes, this this is working. This is it. This is how it's, this is how it's gonna go. Oh fuck yes! I did it! I did it! All right. You end up with like a mingled peanut butter sandwich. <laughs> it looked awful. <laughs> so for the record, for the show, for the blog, oh. for the show, 
We should totally have a picture of a peanut butter sandwich that you've recently had to make. <laughs> oh my god. I, I don't know. I don't want to have to do it again. <laughs> do it for the art, for the oh story. God. Oh my god. It's awful. I I I have a newfound appreciation for people that you know, and of course this is temporary. I don't have to live with this for the rest of my life and Yeah. And, you know, in a couple of months my arm will be better, but but and for somebody I'll be who just... actually has like a permanent disability or Yes. Yeah. Oh my god, I sympathize. I I can sympathize, not just empathize with them now because fuck, I know what it's like to have to do everything with one hand. Yeah, one one functioning arm and then a kind of half functioning hand mm-hmm. that doesn't have any muscle backing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, and like still, I mean, can't even. I can't even. Like even then, you can't really comprehend. I mean, because that's like, like if you like lose an arm or if you like, it's it's still even different. It's like even worse. Yeah. So you know, even even then, you know, I've got it good. Yeah. uh, Because I can still use my left hand. You know, I I can. You know, it's it functions normally, so Mm -hmm. I can use it to grip things to kind of pry them open. Yeah, I can still do that, but. You know, I can't even imagine what it would be like if you just straight up lost your arm. <clears throat> yeah, that'd so. be crazy. Uh, also, a uh, side note: uh, the painkillers that they gave me. Um, I try. I I was trying to open one my first first night with the arm, and I couldn't do it. <laughs> I almost cried. I almost broke down crying because I was in so much pain. Uh, and I couldn't get the bottle open. It was just too tough. I couldn't twist it open. My arm was too weak to do it. And uh, I I was about to cry. My roommate came home and I was like, can you please open this for me? <laughs> I need, I need this Motrin. Or not this Motrin. Uh, I need this Oxycodone. Please open this for me. That's crazy. <laughs> so- so, yeah. like, I know girls, I mean, obviously it's not a broken arm situation, but those moments of, like, helplessness where you're like, I'm going to be like this forever. Like, <laughs> the, my favorite story that I hear time and time again from women is when they're, like, getting done after a really sweaty, like, workout session and or, like, they do an arm day and they're really sweaty and they try to take their sports bra off and they can't because... <laughs> Because they did too hard of a workout and they're stuck with the last sports rod like halfway oh, on, God. collapsed in the corner of their closet crying <laughs> until their oh, significant dude. other gets home. It kind of reminds me of that episode of Doug where Doug is trying to get in shape for some sort of like school sponsored triathlon or whatever and he overdoes it and uh the sunday newspaper lands on his front step and he goes out to pick it up and he can't pick up the sunday newspaper (laughs) and i i remember that so clearly as a kid and i was like oh my god is he gonna be like that forever because uh i was a retarded six-year-old um and he's he's trying to be and he's like I, oh no, the triathlon's tomorrow, and I can't even pick up the newspaper. I'm so weak. I know what it's like, Doug Funny. I know what it's like, man. My arm just swings around like a pendulum. There's no, there's, there's no friction to it anymore. I get you, Doug. Fuck. <laughs> get like you, man. The absolute worst is, oh, my, my, I. I hate so much that I'm so out of shape right now. So like I will get like muscle exhaustion from carrying groceries. (laughs) Like I I parked and forgot to like park closely and I had a lot of groceries one day. And so I had to walk like, like a quarter of a mile back to my house, like carrying these like heavy ass groceries. That's pretty far. Well, yeah. I mean, we we do street parking out here, which usually isn't a problem, but when I'm carrying like my normal stuff and then I'm carrying groceries on top of it, and to be fair, it wasn't really like that much in terms of groceries. Yeah. They were just like bottles of wine or something heavy. <laughs> um, and I clink, got home. Clink, clink, clink <laughs> as you walk to your apartment, come back out, and then another set of clink, 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 <laughs> clink. Of course, that's the thing that I get muscle exhaustion over is my wine. <laughs> so, yeah, th- that I like. <laughs> Harper was sitting here and I was trying to grab something and I like cut it and he was like what's wrong with you and I was like my arm is really tired and I like, can't use it. <laughs> he was like what did you do I was like I carried the groceries <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Yeah. I, and he just made fun of me so hard for so long I, about that. I basically have just been having my family go to the grocery store for me for the last two weeks. I, I made my mom and, and my dad. I, I've both made them just pick me up groceries. And my dad, bless his heart, he bought me a bunch of canned food. <laughs> just let that sink in. He bought me a bunch of canned food, and I'm thinking, I can't, I don't have the key for this lock. <laughs> and I'm his not- he's probably thinking, like, at least you don't have to cook. <laughs> yeah. Like, it would have literally been easier if you bought, like, raw chicken breast and whatever else, and I could have done, I could have pan-seared some chicken with one arm. That's not hard. I basically do that anyways. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) So, um, well, I guess I've got a bunch of canned food for when my arm is better, so that's great. Uh, (laughs) That is too funny. Yeah. uh, my, My roommate took me out. Uh, for my birthday. Oh, by the way, uh, my birthday was uh, a couple of days ago. So. Uh, oh, mine too. Yeah, mine's two days before. Yeah, yeah yours. that's right. Yeah. So uh, a, a week after I broke my arm, it was my birthday. So my roommate took me out to the restaurant that he works at, uh, which is it's a pretty fancy restaurant. You know, it's like fifty dollars steaks, that sort of thing. Um, and he bought me, you know, steak and appetizer and all that. But when the steak came out, um. My roommate, uh, he had to cut the steak for me <laughs> because I tried. I tried to do it myself, and I just couldn't do it. <laughs> so he You're had just to like cut. cutting with one hand and not holding yeah. to it. Yeah, uh, like it wasn't working. So he had to cut the steak for me. <laughs> it's small little bites. Oh, yes. It, oh That's man, a serious bromance right there. It was, and then uh, I went to uh, uh, I went out for lunch during my lunch break. I I went back to work, and uh, I was eating at this place called Cheeky's for lunch, and I got a chicken quesadilla, thinking it wouldn't be that bad. And I had to sit there, and like I was almost late to get back from work because I sat there for a hot fifteen minutes trying to cut my quesadilla. And this lady next to me, she saw me struggling, and she she asked me if if I wanted any help. Because cause I looked like I was having a real hard time. And I told her, no, no, it's okay. I've got it. And then the waiter walked up and he was like, if you want me to cut that for you, man, because I can do that. And I was like, please, please just let me have my dignity. I just want to keep it for this. I just want to eat my fucking chicken quesadilla without feeling like I'm useless. Uh, yeah. That is too funny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Don't they pre-cut those? What is that? <laughs> well, I mean, sort of. Not not there. I mean, you've been to, like, Mexican restaurants before. They don't pre-cut your quesadilla. You cut that shit for yourself. Yeah. What? No. Yeah. You know, we're not talking about Taco Bell here where it comes, like, in a pre-packaged thing and you just eat it with your hand. It, it, it was, you know, it's essentially just... Cheese and chicken with a in a tortilla that's been folded over. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, if you go to like a nicer <laughs> restaurant, they do that. Yeah, I and think it, Taco it, Bell is how I measure everything these days. That's you should probably not do that. You should probably find a, a better baseline to measure your stuff on. I'm totally kidding. I did have Taco <laughs> Bell yesterday for the first time in like four, for the first time in forever. Oh, I hate it. I hate Taco Bell. I know that's blasphemy for uh, people you know our age and younger, but. Man, I hate Taco Bell. I think it tastes disgusting. Oh, no, it tastes good. It just makes you poop a lot. It's dog food for people. It's dog food? Well, then it's not dog food. (laughs) (laughs) It's dog food for people. You mean people food? (laughs) No, it's it's the equivalent. It's the equivalent of dog food, but for people. So you're saying that dog food is not good food for dogs? I mean, if a dog had a choice between a bowl of freeze-dried, like compacted, brown pellets, okay, and a nice steak dinner, 
Which one do you think the dog would want more? But the nice steak dinner is human food, not dog food. The nice steak dinner the dog can eat just as well. But it's not for dogs. It can be if you think about it. No, you might be thinking of like a rabbit that they catch. Maybe. uh, Yeah. Okay, sure. Fine. Uh, Let's do that. Just (laughs) raw steak given to them. I don't know. The fucking dog just eats better that way. (laughs) There's a flaw here. In your argument, sir. No, it's not. Like argument is flawless. Taco Bell is dog food for people. It, it's it's what you get when all else has failed you, and and you come to it in your time of need. Okay, that's what it's there for, and nothing else. That's Taste why I don't desperation. Yes, it does. That's fair. it. Really does. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> so tell me more about life after trauma. Well, um, are you allowed to drink? No, I can't really drink. Why? Because uh, I, I mean, my arm doesn't really hurt too bad right now, but sometimes it can be pretty uncomfortable to uh, try and go to sleep uh, at night. So I take... Uh, you know, a, a painkiller to help me sleep. Um, and if I do that, then, you know, I can't really have alcohol in my system because it can make you, I guess, really sick. So I, I just don't, I just haven't been drinking at all. Oh. It's, um, I'm sad. I'm sad about that. It might be h- kind of hard to open a bottle of wine or something. Trust me, the first thing I wanted to do was just have a fucking glass of whiskey <laughs> after that happened. I was like, I need a drink <laughs> after this. I, I can't have any. At least not until I, I'm okay enough to stop taking the painkillers. So, Have you talked to Gertrude since? Yeah, I'm supposed to be hanging out with her uh, next weekend. Okay, so she wasn't like so embarrassed for you then. <laughs> Why would she be embarrassed for me? I don't know. I don't... I just feel like... It depends on whether or not you were trying to woo her. Oh, of course not. Yeah. I was, uh, we were just walking around in the park. Uh, I, the I know only it, thing that could have made that better is if that was a date. Oh, yeah. If that was a date, I'd actually call that a pretty successful date. Why? Um, because Nightingale effect? Explain further why you think that's a good thing. Um, the the girl (laughs) feels so bad for you that she falls in love with you out of pity. (laughs) Is this what your life has come to? No, I'm fucking with you, dude. (laughs) Andy, no, 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 no. sir. No, I'm I'm not I'm not that bad, (laughs) not yet. Uh, I'm close, but I'm not that bad. (laughs) I'm close. I'm getting there. Uh, Nah, yeah. If that was a date, that would have... That either would have been one of those things where I could have very easily recovered and been like, that was a great date, you know, and joked around with the girl. And if she responded well and kind, then I think, you know, that would have gone well um, if it was a date. But no, it it may come as a surprise to you. Uh, Gertrude is, you know, one of my best friends, so I genuinely enjoy hanging out with her. Uh, so I, uh, so yeah, we're gonna go see the Blair Witch. So uh, there's a, a strong undercurrent here in the way that we're talking about this that there is background. So to anybody listening to this, there is a reason why I would ask. <laughs> yeah, it it is because I have a huge, I have a huge crush on. Anyways, um. <laughs> She's never going to listen to this, so it's cool. Uh, unless you, like, give it to her. Here, listen. Audio proof. <laughs> Audio proof. Um, she already knows. Uh, of course she does. Um, shit, does she? <laughs> I mean, like, she's not an idiot, so I'm sure she knows. Right. Um, but anyways, no. We're, Let me just say that subtlety is not your biggest strength. I can be subtle-ish ish i mean i'm not subtle when it comes to my injuries or pretty much anything else i do but i'm sure i'm subtle about whether or not i have an enormous crush on someone um but let's change the subject so anyways yeah so we're gonna go we're gonna go watch the the new blair witch movie 
uh, next weekend and uh, get some ice cream afterwards or something. It'd be great. I'm looking forward to it. Sounds romantic. I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) There's so much tension here. There's a lot of tension. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Okay. <laughs> Why couldn't it have been anybody else? I know, that's kind of what I said when you told me who you were with. I was like, ooh, that sucks. God, I wish it was with anybody else. Oh, you would even rather have... You would have rather had somebody else there that would have just made fun of you the whole time. <laughs> I would have rather had uh, Big Bertha. Yeah, I would have rather had Big Bertha there. Uh, my shitty ex-girlfriend than my <laughs> my best friend slash slash crush. Um, you didn't, I'm glad that the mic didn't pick that up, right? Oh no, totally not. Good. Um, glad that that. Glad, um, yeah. <laughs> Fuck my life, dude. Let me tell you, man. It, it's it's like it's been escalating because uh, in in July. My car got rear-ended, and the person who rear-ended me's insurance company is trying to claim that the car is totaled, even though it's just a fucking fender bender. Uh, and they're trying to convince me to to give away my car, which I'm not going to do. Um, and and they're refusing to pay, so that's a whole can of, can of worms there. And then after that happened, the girl I was dating, and I was like, oh man, this one might actually work out this is gonna be great she ghosted me she straight ghosted me and just has stopped talking to me and uh that sucked and then i'm like okay cool i'm gonna go for a nice walk in the park (laughs) with my with my good friend and my cute puppy dog Uh, i'm gonna have a great time and then i break my arm and i'm just kind of wondering which shoe is gonna fall off next which one, Veeps? Which one will it be? Will my house burn down? Will my dick fall off? Will, I don't know, um, will the next apple I bite into be really mushy and not that tasty? What's it going to be, man? Uh, oh, also, I slipped on my stairs walking down them, um, right after I hurt my arm and I'm pretty sure if it was set uh, I unset it <laughs> so maybe it wasn't the cats that fucked it up it may have been you falling down the stairs <laughs> yeah possibly I slipped and fell down the stairs with a broken arm already <laughs> oh that is so good I mean it's bad but it's so good you have to admit it's very entertaining I just <laughs> We just love to laugh at your pain, Andy. Oh my god, my pain is real. <laughs> my truth- pain is real. It's real and truthful. <laughs> you know well, that's- Go ahead. No, I was just saying that's it, man. <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> wow. Hey, everybody. I hope you really enjoyed uh, listening. Coming up next... Uh, we're going to have 15 minutes of uh, small static noise followed by uh, quiet weeping. So stay tuned, everybody. This has been You Don't Know Me, the podcast. Not welcome to Night Vale. Hush, you don't know my life. <laughs> <laughs> that does kind of sound like a, a welcome to Night Vale ending. It does. It definitely does. Stay tuned for <laughs> 15 stay minutes tuned for- of static. Followed by Silent weeping for four hours. Good night, everyone. Good night. Um, man, I cannot get as deep as that guy. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's basically what's been going on in my life for the last couple of weeks. This has been fun. I definitely yep. <laughs> have gotten a very. We have given a very intimate look. At your life, especially your peanut butter sandwiches. And yeah. oh, one more thing. You might want to throw this in in the middle. Um, it is very, very hard not to pee. <laughs> okay? Not it's it's not hard to pee. What is hard 
is getting that shit back in there and all zipped up. <laughs> I I can't wear anything other than the jeans I'm wearing now or pajama pants because otherwise I can't do it. I cannot do it. I tried wearing khakis to work the other day. I went to go pee in the bathroom and I had to have my boss rebutton my pants because I couldn't <laughs> do it. How did you get them on? Well, I I, I was like laying down on my bed and it, it like I kind of was able to do it that way because I kind of had the use of both my arms, but I couldn't quite do it at work and um oh man i didn't want to just walk into my my office where i work with a bunch of women lay down on the floor and proceed to zip my pants up <laughs> you had to ask your boss yeah uh, i had uh, <laughs> that just sucks so hard yeah it does <laughs> so, so uh, yeah on that note, we're going to do the closeout now. So uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. Big thank you to Andy for joining us again today. Well, thank you very much. So I'm Veeps, your host. And I'm Andy, and you don't know me. Thanks for tuning in, guys. If you love what you hear, be sure to leave us a five-star rating on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to check out our website. It's ydkmpodcast.com or follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all at ydkmpodcast. There's lots of opportunity for you guys to submit your own stories that we would love to incorporate into the shows. If you have any ideas about topics that you guys would like to hear, we would love to hear your feedback as well. Tweet at us, comment on an Instagram photo, or just shoot us some feedback on our website. As usual, the music in this episode is from bensounds.com. That's B-E-N-S-O-U-N-D-S dot com. <laughs>